Okay, welcome everybody. <laughs> welcome oh. to Casual Creeps. <laughs> Very casual, we, but less creepy. We are recovering. Well, I am recovering from yes. the 2013 Evil Dead. Um, and we're watching uh, Extraordinary, which is a very delightful Irish yeah. film. Brought to you by the Irish Film Board. It is Irish, okay, because I know it's it was shot in Ireland, and it's take you know, the location is supposed to be in Ireland, but I wasn't yep. sure if it was like a British production or an Irish production. So, oh, I got the Irish Film know. Board logo in there right at the beginning. Great. It was delightful. It definitely has... It is delightful. I mean, Irish and British... I'm not very familiar with Irish comedy, but I imagine it has to be very similar to British comedy, because it's right there. My my mom loved British uh, shows and British movies set in small towns, and so she watched a lot of like Irish ones, too. So I grew up watching all of these kind of like British and Irish like small town like they're all they're always like really like happy and uplifting because the town comes together to like do something together like there's this one where this lady's husband dies and she finds out that uh he left her with like a giant amount of debt and she has to pay it back in a quick amount of time or she loses her house and so the whole town comes together and she's a really good uh botanist and her her caretaker is trying to grow weed and so she helps him and she ends up growing the best strain of weed that's ever been made oh and so they actually to to make their money back they decide to grow uh fill their greenhouse with weed plants and, and then sell the weed to a drug dealer to pay off all the debt <laughs> on her house and it's all it's all these old old um english ladies who are growing the weed and they're all like oh it's just and they're all like 70 little white haired ladies and it's very adorable no all those movies are adorable delightful <laughs> yeah delightful. waking ned divine which is about a oh a, a guy who dies and he wins the lottery so the whole town pretends that he's still alive so that the town collectively can collect the winnings of the lottery because the town's like going under because it's so poor oh that's cute it's a cute idea i like yeah. it i the first thing i always notice about British, Irish, anything, I guess, on that, in that part of the world, for their films, they always prioritize the talent and the people that are right for the roles. Yes, they as choose normal-looking like, people. They all look yes. like humans. I feel like I say this every time I watch a British movie, but I'm just like, man, it's just so nice to see people that are just good actors, and they're just... They're so committed to the role and they're good for the role versus someone that is very, very good looking and look really nice on a camera or like really nice on a TV screen, but they're very mediocre. You are not yeah. convinced that they're this character. They're just kind of a pretty face that is going through the motions. And well, I'll, of course I'll... there's people that are both, but I mean, yeah. most of the time you'll miss out on a really good performance just because they're, they're not like a super person i guess <laughs> well it, it, exactly and and also i really respect like british tvs and just the that side of the the world in general for being a lot more like racially open as well where a main character can be from india or africa and they're just the main character it's not like a talking point in the show it's just of course they are they live in england so they could be the main character and it's not like a talking yeah. point about the show they're just 
they are people that live in London too. So why wouldn't they be like yeah. in the show or main characters in a show? And so it's, I just like that. It's like, oh, cool. It's not a, it's not like, look, we have a black guy in a stereotypical gangster role and that's all they can play. It's like, no, he could no. be a prime minister who gives a shit. Yeah, they don't draw attention to it. It's sort of like, it's really bizarre to me that it's like in current day main Hollywood style movies, like they're putting in so much effort to putting putting more diversity into their movies, but it's, it's like such Disney a huge... Up- yeah, it's a part of their marketing, though. That's yeah. the problem with like, it. There's going to be the first gay character in the Beauty and the Beast live action movie. They're in the background holding hands. Like, how the fuck is that diverse? No one gives a shit. Like, it's that is not newsworthy. It's like, wow, congratulations. You're finally hiring other races for yeah. your fucking movies. It's like, yeah, the, the world isn't only comprised of white people. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure America wants you to believe, but it's oh, not true. A good portion of it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Anyway, all that to say, this was a very delightful movie yes. to watch. Um, yeah, and we can, we can start getting into it now. I think... Yeah. Should we just jump into it, or did you want to give a little quick no, intro? I think we just jump into quick. it for the casuals. Just Excellent. go, go right on in. Tell us how you feel, Emma. <laughs> okay, I can do that. So, <laughs> Extraordinary is a 2019 horror comedy film written and directed by Mike Ahern and Enda Lauman. I don't know any other stuff. By Very name. Irish names. I'm sorry yeah. if that's not how you pronounce them. Oh, I probably did not pronounce them right. Um, but the, the movie is about a driving instructor. Her name is Rose Dooley. Very Irish name. Rose. Rose. Rose Dooley. Rose. Your father. She... Rose. <laughs> Love that guy's voice. Hello, Rose. What? Is the, oh, her right. father's voice, because the father narrates throughout the movie, her... her <laughs> it's just okay, Rose. Right. Okay, <laughs> How are Rose. you today, Rose? Very, very soothing voice. Yeah. Um, she lives uh, alone in Ireland, and I love her house. Seeing, I love seeing like her establishing shot, her character shots, where it's yeah. just like she pulls up to her house. Like we see her driving in this yeah. like rickety car. And uh, it, I think on like the sign, it shows like, like kind a ghost of a ghosty or yeah. figure on there, but it's driving instructor. So you're like, what the hell? What's happening with that? Yeah, and yeah. then as she's driving, you see like various objects that seem haunted or like waving at her and like the toaster. <laughs> there's like a toaster popping like on the side of the road, and that's like a ghost just communicating or like a broken tree yes. branch waving. And they just a... all seem so cute, and she's just like. You guys, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> she's, she's teaching this, like, 16-year-old kid how to drive, too. And she, like, just asks him, like, a really, like, like normal question. Like, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, I have a, I have a, a girlfriend. And she's like, okay, well, I wasn't asking about that. I was just trying to make friendly driver conversation. <laughs> just trying to make friendly driver conversation. She's like, she's, like, 20 years older than him, too. So it's like the hell man it's like dude chill it's just such a funny little little moment it's like oh that's great (laughs) that perfectly sets up her character 
so funny. Yeah, she's a she's a quirky character. She's very charming though, and um, yeah. a little bit. Because um, she is assertive, but she is also very, very unconfident in herself in certain ways. Yeah, she's a little bit neurotic, I guess you could say. Like she has these small little awkward tendencies that I think yeah. we all have. But yeah, um, yeah, she's a little she's a very real shy <laughs> and insecure, I guess. Yeah, because uh, she's scared aspects. of, like, reaching out to people because of her gift. I can't yeah, use my gift. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But we see her, uh, that's sort of her establishing shots, and she well, drives She's on the yoga ball with no pants. Yeah, that was the next thing. Okay. It's like, this is the most relatable scene where she <laughs> walks in, immediately takes her pants off <laughs> as she's walking to her refrigerator and just, like, grabs a thing of yogurt yeah, or something yeah, like some yogurt or pudding or something <laughs> grabs some yogurt and just like has her pants off and sits on a yoga ball and she's bouncing and just like eating yogurt it's like oh that, was, that looks so cozy that's so, if i had a yoga ball in my kitchen i would definitely be just sitting there bouncing on it like that's what you need to invest in now you need a kitchen yoga ball. yogurt and then my if, apartment's if, if, too small for that shit but if it was big <laughs> enough i would <laughs> It would be great if, like, someone came over. It's like, why well, you got a yoga ball in your kitchen? You just, like, walk over to it. It's like, for this. You just sit down and start For this. Gotta bounce. <laughs> it's so cozy. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, that that's, uh, that's Rose. She's clearly actively ignoring hauntings that she sees. And we see that she receives several voicemails. <laughs> Um, of people asking for help, but she just kind of ignores them. And then we're introduced to Martin. His name Martin. is Martin. 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 <laughs> I love. I love Martin. Martin. <laughs> Martin. Martin. Martin is also French. quite a quirky character. He is. It's delightful. These quirky characters. Um, yeah. And this is all take, taking place in this small little Irish village, and it's just so cute. And they have cute little houses. And yeah, everything. This movie people. is just adorable in almost every yeah. aspect of it. It's just <laughs> it's, it's a feel good movie. It's a feel good movie with you know slight supernatural tinges. Look, there is a little bit of gore, so I will say it's not all fun and games, but it mostly oh, yeah. is fun and games. <laughs> Welcome so, to Emma's Emma's uh, House of Spooks. It's not all fun and games, but mostly fun and games. <laughs> I can just picture that being your haunted house slogan. <laughs> it's like a haunted house for kids. That's what you need to start. <laughs> One year I do plan on being a ghost for Halloween and just putting a sheet over my head. Yes. It's a, just tell people it's, it's good... like, I'm not just a ghost. I'm E.T. pretending to be a ghost. Oh, God. That's a good point. I almost convinced someone to dress up as E.T. for Halloween, but they didn't do it. Oh my god, how would you even dress up as that monster? I saw saw a costume, but it was for a toddler. Were they small enough to fit in a toddler Anyways, going off on some tangents here. (laughs) But we're introduced to Martin Martin, and he lives with his daughter Sarah. In a home that is possessed by his angry and deceased wife. I love the wife. So Bonnie. Much. Bonnie, yeah, yeah Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> what do you so, think you're doing? 
It, oh, there's so many great scenes with Bonnie later on, but um, and we never fully see what she looks like or had looked like. Yeah, we, there's no photos that you see of her or anything. No, like, you see photos, but her head is always out of frame. Yeah, yeah. So you don't even know what she looks like. But she's like, she's just uh, so. You could just imagine so though, like what their what their relationship was like, just based off of how she treats him, even as a ghost. Like he gets, he's essentially in an abusive relationship, and he can never get out yes. of it. Cause he's being haunted by his abuser. <laughs> Yeah, like he goes to pick out a shirt, and I don't think Bonnie liked the shirt, so she slammed like the the dresser door on his face, and so he has like this bruise on his eye that he's actually like actively hiding throughout that day. But um, he even wears women's sunglasses, so he is the battered wife essentially. Yes, that's right. He's the battered women's sunglasses. To hide his wound. Oh, so funny. So, um, yeah, their house is clearly possessed by his deceased Bonnie. wife, Bonnie. Um, yeah. And he finds out that Rose basically is a paranormal exterminator of sorts. Yeah. But she's not actively taking requests anymore. But still, he um, pretends to need a driving lesson. I also um, love the relationship. Well, because she she takes the driving lesson because his daughter, who is also a lovely character, tells him to do it because he doesn't yes. want to do it to just to to like shake the boat or anything. Like he is such a submissive person. Like he's like just you tell he suffered years of abuse essentially, and he doesn't want to do anything to upset Bonnie or change the status quo. But his daughter is like she's super assertive and she. She's also a great character because she really loves her dad and wants him to move on. It's like, you've got to stop getting haunted by, by our mom or by my mom. Like, she's actively trying to help him, but he doesn't want to do it. Like, so it's just like yeah. the dynamic between them is really fun, too, because she's like, she acts way more like an adult than he does. Like, even yeah, though she's like 15. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. Yeah, it's There's cute. quite a few characters by the end of the movie, and they all feel somewhat balanced. I mean, it's, and they're all flushed out characters. Like you could tell they have like a backstory. Yeah. yeah, and they're all fairly kooky. <laughs> Everything's quirky and cute in this movie. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, Martin pretends to need a driving lesson to entrust the help of Rose to remove his dead wife Bonnie from their home. And he um, makes them sandwiches too. Like yes. he even makes them like a little travel pack with juice boxes. Like it's so that's so cute. adorable. He's like, I brought along some juice boxes and sandwiches, and they're like in tin and, foil and warmed up. Yeah, there's two of them, one for each, and then he has like a little mint for afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so cute. It's just like so and, many hilarious little moments like that, or just make the movie and so they wonderful. Both like clearly kind of like each other and. It, there's very a little bit of tension. Yeah, they're like cute little teenagers that like each other, but they don't know what to say. But they're like forty. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hilarious. It's, it's yeah, like they're both in their forties, but they all both act like they're going to like a grade seven dance. Yes, that's <laughs> like, what it feels like. Um, but it's, once yeah, it's, it's adorable. Uh, once it's discovered <laughs> that basically Martin is trying to hire Rose, Rose orders Martin to leave. Uh, once he finds this out, but it's such a sad scene because it's like Martin just talked about his wife dying and like all this like terrible stuff that had happened, and then she he's like kind of crying and 
And then Rose, like, orders him to leave. I would um, like you to get out of my vehicle now. <laughs> like, yeah. She doesn't want to look at him. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. And then she just, like, holds the sandwich up to the side of her face after he leaves. She's like, oh, because oh, it's, so it's still warm. It's still warm. It's just, like, great. Like, She's like, oh, <laughs> so nice. And, um, yeah, so, <laughs> meanwhile, dot, dot, dot. <gasps> One hit wonder rock musician. What's his name? Christian Winter. Christian Winters. Played by the amazing Will Forte. Yeah. The only American in the movie, which almost makes it funnier too, because he's the only actual American in the movie. Everyone else he is makes like a this... good stand-in British person though. Like I could accept that he is like a British actor doing an American accent. I well, could, it's like it's hilarious because he it. is American, but he has such a goofy voice on. It's not he's not trying to be British, but he he sounds. Do you ever watch Clone High? Did yeah. you ever see? Well, he plays Abraham Lincoln in that, and he sounds exactly oh, like that. <laughs> so, I was I like, he just, he's just using his Abraham Lincoln voice. <laughs> oh no. Apologies. Don't die. <laughs> I have the COVIDs at the moment, so I'm just trying to like keep my my coughs under wrap. <laughs> Hold it, Zen like. Meditate. <laughs> concentration. Down. Um. So yes, Will Forte. Uh, he he plays a one hit wonder rock musician, Christian Winter. And he and makes a song when, for the movie, and it is amazing. And they play it multiple times throughout the movie, just, like, little snippets ew. of it. But, like, he must have recorded a full song. And, like, they show little clips of the music video, and it looks like Tim Curry from The Good Witch, <laughs> the 1981 <laughs> classic, when he's, like, dancing, and there's, like, pumpkins all, like, superimposed on him, because he's, like, dancing on a green screen. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> It also, um, it makes me think of, of, you know, like, I think in the late 90s, probably even all throughout the 90s, it's just when I remember it, but there would be like these, these pay-per-view ads, but it was always like these random Christian musicians that would just like have like their their CDs were on sale. Like, you could call in oh, to purchase one of their CDs. those stupid infomercials, and, like, in between. Yeah, that's what yes, I mean. Sorry. It's, yes. like, the infomercials, and it would just be over top of a sunset, and you'd just see, like, fade, fading ins and off of, like, the, the yeah. person singing, and oh. it was always terrible songs, and it would just filter through each song. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> he reminds me of what yes. someone, like, like, a musician like that from the yeah, 90s yeah. but somehow got one hit that made it into mainstream pop culture sort of mainstream culture yeah yeah <laughs> so when we first see Chris, <laughs> yes when we first see christian winter he is attempting to sacrifice a virgin woman to regain his popularity <laughs> Like the oh most vain God. reason to, to make a deal with the yes. devil too. Like I just want to be popular with one song. It's like that's how small popular. you dream. You're selling your soul to Dude. eternal damnation, and you just ask for like the most pathetic thing that you could sell your soul so for. Sad. <laughs> and he 
he he lives in like this beautiful Irish castle, <laughs> yeah. which is so random. Like I, it's he, hilarious that he weird. lives there he, and with his like lives... super aggressive, very <laughs> angry girlfriend. Dude, and yeah, so he's got this girlfriend, and she's New Zealand, I believe, and uh, it's Birdie she... from Love. Yes, Birdie from Love. I forget the actress's name, but she's great. I love yes. her in this. She's so funny. Um, she, it's, she's great playing like an asshole character. It's sort of like Where's a similar vibe. Chinese? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's so cute. So like her being such an asshole is hilarious. Yeah, because um, she has like such like a like... Like a, like a high-pitched voice, too. So she's like, yeah. you wouldn't think that she would be a threatening person, but when she acts hyper-aggressive, it's so funny just to yeah, hear it coming out yeah, of like, yeah. her voice. Like, she's just such a dick to him. It's so funny. And she has, like, so little faith in him. <laughs> it's, like, the wonderful Clearly camper. is using him 100% for his wealth. Well, and um, she keeps saying, like, I think she gives him, like, a, a master list to give to Satan of the things that she wants. Yeah. The things that she wants. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Christian has like this specific room that uh, Satan room is, is his Satan room, and it's uh, oh yeah, I remember his song now. Oh, I wish I could sing it. His Satan song. <laughs> oh it's just doing yeah, Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> just doing Satan things. Um. So anyways, yeah, he, he has this, uh, what's the star called? Uh, pentagram. The devil's pentagram. He has a pentagram, like, just drawn on the ground. And yes, this virgin lady is just floating She's on top just... of it. <laughs> and um, his his girlfriend interrupts the ritual and inadvertently kills the woman. Blows um, her off. She basically blows her up. in half. And and Christian's ah. like, you know, you can't touch them. That's when they, until the sacrifice, they'll blow up. So she just like, it's fine. We just I sacrifice them early. <laughs> and it's like it has to be on the night of the red moon. Yeah, he's so. <laughs> I'm annoying. sorry, my love, but it just won't work. It's like the dynamic between like she just was like, oh, I don't care. Just get another one. Like she doesn't just get another one. Shit. It's not a big deal. Just get another virgin. She doesn't care at all. He's just like trying. He's like <laughs> trying not to like get mad at her, but he's just like, oh. Yeah. Now I must go yeah. get my stick. <laughs> he always he's wears such... like gloves too. Like, yes. I think it might be like a germaphobe or something. And he has a hilarious wig on the whole movie too. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's me. So it's like so obvious. It like comes down so low. It's so, <laughs> it's great. And he wears oh, like these like flourishing like velvet capes as well. Like he looks like such an idiot. He is yeah. like such a <laughs> dapper, dapper looking weirdo. He's a dapper nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like going to his Dungeons and Dragons event, especially yeah, when no, he gets he his does. dick stuff. Like he looks like he is like the dungeon master of like the biggest Dungeons and Dragon. I don't know squad Group. of all time. <laughs> You're clearly it's, not uh, good people but, to talk about Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, like the people that you don't. About. The people you don't want to play with because they'd be way too serious about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They take it way too far. 
<laughs> yeah, like they're um, the ones that start breaking things if it doesn't go well for them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Travis, you can't come back to the game if you keep wrecking my basement. I told you, my mom gets Damn pissed. It. Travis. Uh, so, in an attempt to find another virgin, um, Christian has like his special virgin wand, which is in the shape of a dick. It's a giant, it's... long, black penis. <laughs> and it's, like, clearly, like, a dick at the tip he of it. And balls he's just... carved into it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just carrying it around like a staff. And the way that it operates is you just, like, you put it on the ground and then drop it. And whichever way it lands is the direction you walk. So you have to keep doing that over and over. So you just, he starts doing it in the house and his girlfriend's like, why don't you just start outside the house? Obviously, that's where it's going to take you. There's no virgin in here. And he's like, oh, oh, yes. Good good idea, my sweet. And he like goes out. <laughs> and then there's like, you, you see a shot of him crossing this giant field where there's clearly no one on it. So it's like, you could easily just walk across the field and then. Yeah. But like, yeah. So do he's it doing it in the most inefficient way time. possible. <laughs> Yes, that's right. He has to do an incantation and then drop it. Incantation and then drop it. So, anyways, like, <laughs> like walks so slow, comes to a complete stop, leans down. Like he's so like robotic about it. It's so yeah. funny. And uh, yeah, so he. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about the gore, but yeah, so the gore that happens, uh, the first scene is you see that woman blow up, and it's actually pretty impressive. Like the the gore that you see. You don't yeah. see anything happen, but you see the body after, and it's, like, split in half. And all of the, like, organs and intestines are kind of, like, strewn all around, and there's a ton of blood. So, yeah. Actually, a callback a call to, I believe, our very first uh, podcast about Color Out of Space. Uh, that's actually how... Um, how the animals in the H.P. Lovecraft story are depicted from the color, because the color drains like all life around it, so that it can like get stronger. And the these cows end up with like these dark spots in them, and then eventually they just collapse in half under their own weight because they're rotting from the inside out. And they describe oh. it as just holes in the animals, and they just grow these holes until they essentially just fall and break in half and that's what that woman looked Ew. like so i was like oh hey that's what they should have done in the nicholas cage movies that, that they did yeah that would have been really very well. disturbing yeah so fun little little wow. nod a little little tidbit yeah um, go watch our color out of space episode if you haven't seen yeah. it yet it was our first one to find out what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> and yeah we should also explain that Basically, in order for this ritual to work, Christian needs it to happen over the blood moon, which is happening, I guess, in a few days at this blood point. Um, it's, yeah, as it's it not happens, really explained the, it's just the fun Satan stuff. It, but <laughs> fun, fun things. You always um, need a blood moon or planetary alignment or something like solstice going on for your incantations to work. If you try oh, to do magic on a Tuesday. Don't even bother, because that shit ain't going to work. Even... Everyone knows Tuesdays are not the days that Nothing's uh, happening are good, good for that. No, it's only yeah. the blood moon days, which everyone knows never on Tuesdays. Yeah, exactly. Blood moons have more class than to be on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesdays are the, le the least classy day. The most <laughs> forgettable. 
So the <laughs> Christian's walking stick dick uh, wand. <laughs> I said that in such a weird Walking order. stick dick wand. <laughs> <laughs> walking stick dick wand leads him to the store where Sarah works. And he assumes, do you this is the person, so he steals some of her hair. Oh, that's right. And then Christian uses the hair in an incantation that renders Sarah motionless and floating in midair, which causes Martin to panic and call Rose <laughs> over for help again. Yeah. And um, seeing as now, like, Rose has clearly... She's been thinking about Martin. So she's yeah. like, you know what? It's okay. Like, maybe we could, like... Well, she talks to her sister, out. who's also really yeah. cute and quirky because she's a hairstylist yes. and she's doing she's doing rose's hair to give her like nice volume because she comes and when she meets martin again she has like this fully done head of hair it's like flowing <laughs> rocks and it's so big it's hilarious and her sister's telling her like, yeah you should go for it <laughs> and just she's just randomly it, a pregnant single mom too which it's yes. never really brought up it's just that. No. That's the time that she is in this movie. She's pregnant <laughs> with no fo- no father. It's just not talked about. It's just like part of no, not important. The just, hilarious just who she is. Color of and the her movie. Name is, her name is Sailor. Say oh, I did not remember that. Sailor. Yeah, her name's Sailor, which is very random. It is very uh, random. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it's mentioned to martin that basically if you touch anyone under a satanic spell it will cause them to explode so instead they decide to put um, a holding spell on sarah which <laughs> will keep her from moving basically little wreath to of the sticks. site of the sacrificial ritual mm-hmm. um, holding spell. <laughs> the holding spell makes so much sense of course. Um, and they like, talk about it so nonchalantly. Like, she just has yeah. this knowledge. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll just have to have a holding spell. And she just, like, whips up this little wreath and, like, plops it on her head and good to go. There you go. Good to go. And while this is all happening, Christian and his girlfriend are, like, sitting in a car, like, waiting That's for so the, her body to come, like, to float out. But it's Some not sort of happening. witch is bucking me. Like, the way he gets so yes. frustrated. He's always like, he looks like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. But he's like, cheese. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such, like, cheesy acting, but it works because it's Will Forte. <laughs> it's it's so perfect. It's, it's just, just it's everything he says. So funny. <laughs> <gasps> he's like oh been foiled again <sighs> yeah because it just makes him like more pathetic the more he acts like so like ridiculous and childish <laughs> blasted witch and the, just like the the dialogue that he says and uses is so like off kilter it's, yeah. it's it's very bizarre how he speaks so it's just like the words he uses are so funny because they're so it's unexpected like something, something that would be written in like a 19... 19- 50s like mystery novel for kids yeah like a bbc radio play or something <laughs> blasted yeah, i've been, been thwarted again, again. Yeah. been thwarted again yeah like the villain of the movie is just a saturday morning cartoon essentially yes exactly. like, he's doctor he's dr claw trying to get it you know inspector gadget i'll get you next time yes. gadget like 
There's this is such a random tangent, which I won't stay on for very long. But there's <laughs> <laughs> there is a fake author that was made by the guys who are in Game Grumps, and I think his name is like uh, it's like Doctor something Cecil, and he. <laughs> They made, like, an adventure novel with a fake author specifically of this style where it was, like, uh, a mystery novel. That's amazing. With this fake author, and it's super goofy, but it's very committed to this, this Like, the style. <laughs> world. The style is very, uh, like, this author <laughs> thinks he's, like, the most amazing Oh, that's... the world. It's kind of like in the in the same vein as Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, except yes. it's just like they wrote a real book. Yeah, and, and it, it takes itself very seriously. So the joke it very is very seriously. Yeah, the yeah. joke is kind of that it's so on point and that's yes. that's actually and that's a amazing. <laughs> audiobook of it, which I think is Oh, they made it. <laughs> yeah, they made an audiobook and um Aaron is like uh, I forget his last name, but his his like gamer name is Ego Raptor. Yeah. And he's like, if you're familiar with Game Grumps, you know who Aaron is. But anyway, he plays the character. He does the the voice acting for it, and it's amazing. And it just <laughs> made me think of this little tangent. So if really you funny. feel if you feel like like uh, listening to a very goofy uh, audiobook, definitely check that out. And what's I forget the name of everything, but I'm sure you could find it. <laughs> Hold on, I'll find it. <laughs> All that build up for nothing. Uh, yeah. And I to... don't know what to do. <laughs> but you're like Homer Simpson when he tries to steal Mr. Burns' mail. He goes to the post office. He's like, hello, my name is Mr. Burns, and I would like my mail. He's like, oh, what's your first name, sir? I don't know. <laughs> I just... know. That is exactly my problem. Okay, so it is... <laughs> the The author is Dr. Cecil H.H. H. Mills, and H. the book H. that he he wrote is Ghost Hunters Adventure Club. That's amazing. The name... The, the title alone is, like, so inappropriate for a guy named that, like, Ghost Adventure Hunter Club. It sounds like a kid wrote it. Like, that's <laughs> exactly. so great. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's it's amazing. supposed to be, like, those those cheesy... Like, the, the title of it kind of looks like a real-life version of um, Scooby-Doo without oh, a dog. That's amazing. <laughs> Is it, like, a Hardy Boys-looking cover or something? Yeah, like... totally. Totally like Hardy Boys, yeah. So it's... <laughs> It's in that style, except the author takes himself like a hundred and fifty percent way too seriously, That's and uh, he's an old man, like a very old man. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. great. It's great. Does he? Have, does it have like a? I wonder if it has like a fake picture of the the author in the book. Oh, like, it does. Yeah, oh, it's clearly oh. just Aaron dressed up in old makeup, and he's actually oh, there's a. They didn't even no, get an it's, old it's, person. It's no, it's him. him, and there's a there's an interview with him, Aaron, and his like <laughs> uncle, Doctor Cecil H H Mills, and they have like a conversation, and and his oh, uncle so they... is just like this giant piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, that's, it's really that's funny. Great. 
That's great. Um, so many fun, yeah. quirky things on this episode, I tell oh, you. Oh, I know. It's just inspiring so many random, yeah. like, deep-seated <laughs> things I didn't think I would ever talk about. But here yeah. we are, learning all these things that apparently <laughs> That's I what this like is about, watch. Emma. This is, a, this is a podcast about <laughs> horror movies, but it's also a podcast about... You know, just getting to know everybody, you know, it's like sharing our thoughts getting, and feelings. Getting to you know. know the weird, nerdy interests that I'm sure people are very intrigued about. Yeah, you know, and they come for the horror, they stay for the emotional growth. Oh, so much emotional growth happening, you know. <laughs> I've developed so much over the course of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of I have matured over the course of this conversation. <laughs> I'm like a fine wine. I went from um, not old to now uh, 38 minutes old. That's how <laughs> wine a, works. I'm a 38-minute 30, old red wine. <laughs> That's what I like to say. That's my favorite age of wine. Yeah, that's great. Minute 38 minute aged wine. Yes. Oh. Wow. Someone needs to make a bottle of wine and just try to sell it. It's like, here's my, it's, it's been aged 38 minutes. 38. Ooh, it's a 38-year-old it wine. Oh, no, no. Let me uh, correct you. 38 minutes. And the longer we talk about it, the older it gets. So you better start sipping now, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> sip, sip. Sip, sip. <laughs> yeah, you need to open up your own like oh bed God. and breakfast and sell your own your own brand of wine. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So, anyways, back to where we were about yeah. Uh, that, talking about that really that really sums up our podcast in general. Our that, podcast is like a a finely thirty eight minute aged red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe if this doesn't work out, we can sell our thirty eight minute aged wine, and that'll we'll just have our heads well. like our heads side by side on the on like the label, just like. Have fake mustaches on. Yes. <laughs> Thirty-eight minutes aged. And my mustache is coming off slightly. It's a little off kilter. Still giving the thumbs up. Perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. We got our backup so... plan. We're going from podcasting to wine making. Oh, it's great. So back to the uh, satanic spell. Yes. Um, so they put. Hold on, on Sarah, and basically Christian and his girlfriend have witnessed this, um, and so they're kind of like aware that something weird, something amiss is happening, and uh, they're just yeah. they're chilling, waiting for something to happen, and um, Rose notices that Martin has the ability to talk to ghosts after he's communicating with Bonnie, oh, and yeah. she's like, oh shit, you have a bit of a talent yourself. So yeah. maybe we could team up and we could um, get some ectoplasm because we need ectoplasm to get rid of the spell on Sarah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Where is this movie going? And so yeah, right. we ectoplasm. discover after Martin and Rose go on an adventure um, to find ectoplasm, basically Rose is like, okay, well, I have some messages of some people that need an exorcism so we'll go and yeah. visit this uh, miscellaneous trash can that yeah. is haunted so <laughs> they go to a trash can that's like a, one of those recycling bins yeah, yeah. Thing. and it's yeah. just like blue bin. yeah a blue bin thing 
but the lid is like boop 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 <laughs> talking to people it's, it's possessed and possessed the way you collect can. ectoplasm apparently in this movie is <laughs> martin is so with the help of rose rose basically makes the spirit in the inanimate object go into martin and then that's where she is able to properly exercise the spirit and when she exercises the spirit out of Martin, Martin pukes up this white nasty goop and I, she collects it and that's the ectoplasm. The actor that plays Martin is like does has so much to do in this movie with all like the weird characters that inhabit his body does such an amazing job of like being these Oh, he weird, does a good job being characters. like acting as them cuz he's just he just pops into it. It's yeah, so good. It's, and yeah, it. like all their all their voices are different, and like he's yeah, and he the does such a good job. Expressions and yeah. like posing, it's just like immediately you can tell it's like oh, it's a little kid, and he's kind of like yeah. hunched over, and it's like yeah, but I yeah. Just hate that my mom always puts the trash in in the. She puts the recycling in the trash. Like the tr- there's a recycling bin right there. Well, the kid, the kid, the kid is a later one because the one with the the trash can is his dead, uh, her dead husband, and they get in an oh. argument <laughs> over the trash, oh. and then okay. he starts talking about how he, he 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 thought this other woman was more attractive than her, and she starts like beating him with the garbage. And then he pukes up all the ectoplasm and they get in this hilarious argument. He's like, I just wanted to go away. I hate him. (laughs) And she just despises her husband. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So that's the ectoplasm thing is quite delightful. He has to puke up so much nasty white goop. It's It's so funny. It's like the fly. (laughs) It looks like the fly goop. It's great. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's so some nasty because <laughs> she's like nasty, exercising nasty. i think she's exercising the ghost from their body and that's what creates the ectoplasm yeah. to barf out of them. yeah exactly and um Kristen and his girlfriend basically have followed them there oh yeah so, so now rich. Kristen is aware of rose as being like this exorcism lady and um comes up with a plot yeah, so that uh that causes him to um higher rows later on i'm going to face one of my greatest fears i'm going to learn how to drive like that's how he says it it's so great it's amazing he, he talks like so... so ominously all the time it's so funny yeah well he does like very much how you could imagine will forte talking like i think it's not quite as similar to this role but he plays a similar role in mcgruber Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he's not as it's the, he's not as slapsticky in this. No. Like it's more like Groover's very like so flat uh, slapsticky. Yeah, this is not slapsticky. He's just kind of weird, but he has that sort of edge, comedic edge to him in this. But he's more yeah. of like a serious character, I guess. I guess you could say serious. For, Will Forte serious always. For Will Forte. He always kind of <laughs> acts the same. Like he, he's also kind of like his character in Last Man on Earth, where he's just kind of that's, like a weird. That's the weirdo. most serious I think I've seen him is Last Man on Earth. Like he's a weirdo, but he's more of a, um, a realistic weirdo. Like he's yeah. more humanized. Whereas yeah, this he's is just like, like a he's dick. A cartoon. <laughs> Yeah. He seems yeah, like a cartoon in this. He is. He's so <laughs> over the top. Like, he's yeah. a, it's a, it's always within that wonderful range of goofiness. He always he can't yeah. help himself. 
so Christian, <clears throat> Christian yes. is trying to get information out of Rose. So he basically All hires the him to come to his amazing. castle. <laughs> She's just parked out front. <laughs> He takes She's off his gloves to put on his driving gloves. <laughs> and then just to... fails miserably at everything. He can't even get the car to drive. He can't get it out of park, he basically. He can't, for some reason, pronounce the words of, like, things that are in a car. Like, I think he mispronounces, like, clutch. <laughs> and, like, he can't say the words. Like, it's like, so foreign to him. The motor vehicle. It's like, vehicle. it's like he's and an like, alien he discovering a car for the first time <laughs> he keeps mixing up the accelerator and the clutch like he can't physically get his foot to go on the clutch and it just keeps going on the accelerator while it's in parked and he scares himself and ends up like oh. jerking the car and he smashes his face into the steering wheel and like blood starts coming out of his nose so funny but uh so he didn't get any really didn't get that much information out of rose he got a little bit i think he stole her hair though didn't he yes yeah he okay. managed to steal her hair so he took her scrunchie oh god yeah that's right her scrunchie took her scrunchie she had her hair up and he's like you know what i think we need to fix this. He yeah. just like pulls the scrunchie out of her hair and like it's supposed to be like a dramatic scene of her hair falling down, but it's just it's like when it's you actually lit. take your hair out of scrunchie, yeah. it doesn't look it just falls below out. There. It doesn't become like yeah. No, it's not a magical blowout suddenly. It's just like a <laughs> Yeah. And she's also yeah, a huge fan of his too. Which yeah, is exactly. Really funny. Yeah. It's like, oh um, I love your music. <laughs> It's like, would you like me to sing for you? <laughs> <laughs> so the it, the lesson fails miserably. He didn't get that much information out of her, but stole rather, her scrunchie. He's like, so. leave now. <laughs> He's just like yes. awkwardly sitting in the car with his nose. He's like, like, I would like to, to leave, leave now. now. And he waits for her to go and open his door for him to oh, leave. God, like, he won't right. open the door himself. <laughs> that's amazing i forgot about that that's yeah. such a great thing <laughs> and um yeah so that that happens so and then so great rose rewatches does he have to like eat her hair for the spell that he makes like doesn't he oh i don't remember or he's like sniffing it or something he does something really creepy with like the scrunchie where he's like smelling it or or he has to like lick it or something <laughs> when he, yeah <laughs> it's gross and okay another point that's probably good to mention is that Rose always wanted to be ordinary yeah. in the car. So she she mentioned she mentioned she feels like her powers are a burden to her. Oh, she's just right. always wanted to be ordinary. And then I think so. I think when he's casting the spell, he says like, "I'll make you extraordinary." Yes. Little title drop. <laughs> <Ooh>. So. <laughs> After this, Rose rewatches the tape from her father, which is hilarious. <laughs> she goes down. Oh, we, they show we those get some backstory. Clips. 
throughout the movie too these little clips yeah. because you find out that rose and her father made this like paranormal ghost hunting show when she was a little girl and yeah. so they go on all these crazy adventures that she briefly mentions like there is like they show the catalog of all the videos there's so many of them and they just show all these clips throughout like when they talk about uh the woman blowing up and being possessed they show a little clip of like this possessed goat that's just floating on a farm and there's like three british farmers are standing there like huh and then they just touch it. It's, it's like, that is what happens when you touch a possessed person. And the, the dad is yes. narrating the whole thing. And it's, it's they're, they're, the clips yeah. are so great. Cause they're super grainy, like from the seventies and like all the effects are super cheesy. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you can it's see beautiful. some inspiration from some old comedy bits. Oh, it was I, wonderful. Like old it's, science, it's like, uh, like those. Yeah. Some old, old safety. science. Safety Film, videos. Safety films. <laughs> so great. So she she rewatches a tape from uh, her father from when they were like this little paranormal team. And she remembers how her failure to control her abilities <laughs> may have killed him. Because her um, dog. She, the dog was stuck in the pond. Yes. <laughs> and well, I'll get to explaining oh, that. Good. She goes to, to Martin's house because they did have a plan that day to catch the rest of the ectoplasms oh, yeah, for that's right. to, to basically to free Sarah, but she waited until like the super late in and the night. In love. <laughs> She's like t- yeah. kept talking herself. So we're going to get the ectoplasms, cure her daughter and then fall in love. <laughs> yes. It's like, Oh, that's so sweet. Um, <clears throat> But the the red moon is quickly approaching that evening, and she's like clearly waited a little bit too long for this. But she goes to Martin's house, and she explains why she can't do this anymore, because she's afraid that what happens to her father will happen to her. And as a child, Rose assisted her father in helping a dog drown in a haunted pothole. And so you just see, like, this, this woman is holding a leash... That's being like pulled down into a pothole, so clearly there's like a, a cyclone dog going on. That's like, like sucked into this haunted like pothole. To like a never ending and... vortex of nothingness or something. <laughs> like it's another dimension. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we probably can't save your dog, but we can at least like release his soul. So they they do the thing where it's like the the Dad basically has the possessed soul inside he of him. A dog. But... He's like barking and on like all fours. Yes. <laughs> but what happens is that uh, Rose messes up, and um, it resulted in her father being possessed by both the dog and the pothole at the same time. <laughs> so he's possessed by like a pothole somehow and a dog. So he's like very confused, part dog, part pothole. So he'll like spin around randomly, which causes him to not realize when an oncoming truck comes and just like runs him over. <laughs> so it feels like. I don't know. It feels like this is an easily avoidable situation. Like, she shouldn't worry about this with Martin. She'd be fine. (laughs) There's such Um, a specific scenario. Like, just don't deal with haunted potholes anymore. It's fine. Oh, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's such a... It's, again, like everything in the movie. So quirky and weird how... It's so funny. It's great. 
So Martin then convinces Rose to continue using her abilities to help Sarah despite her worries because like, mm. it's gonna be fine. So also, we, I did, he he whittles her a gift, and yes, you find out right. that Mart, Martin is like this master level, whittler. like woodsmither. He just like yeah. makes like this amazing like statue for her, or he's randomly making like a, a dog statue as he's talking to Rose on the phone at one point, and he makes like a little bagel stand for himself and like bird houses. <laughs> it's just like he's just constantly. In the background, never really talked about, just constantly making these yeah. amazing pieces of woodwork. Everyone just has these unrelated character traits that are never really established, but it's kind of great because it's, it's just yeah. a stupid, quirky thing. It's it adorable. works in this movie because it's a comedy and it's just like doesn't take itself serious in any way. Yeah, it's it just adds so, so much, so much like I don't know, extra depth to just how funny they are. Like they could just yeah. be like you know flat characters, but it's like oh no, he's also an amazing whittler. Yep, exactly. So after <clears throat> after this this uh, heartfelt talk with Martin, they yes. embark on their um, adventure to get all the ectoplasm. They need f ectoplasm from five different people, yeah. and we just see like a cute. Montage basically of Martin puking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how all cute montages start with puking. <laughs> with Martin puking. And uh, they, they wind up one short because one person thought a raccoon was a ghost, but it's a raccoon. So it's that's a raccoon. <laughs> it's just a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> but this basically forces um, Rose to attempt to exercise Bonnie from Martin's house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because and Martin doesn't want to do it because he's like he's like terrified of Bonnie. He's like she just doesn't terrified like it when we Bonnie. do these things. <laughs> he's trying to get her to stand up to her. It's so cute. <laughs> it's just like her trying yeah. to give him a pep talk to not get abused by his ex-wife. Exactly. So death do us part, Martin. She's dead. Death do us do. So as they do, Mart, uh, with the help of Rose's pregnant sister Sailor and her date Brian, which oh, that's is also right. not really established, but he's he just, just there. Yeah, here's Brian, and he's like, "Oh, hello, everyone," and he's like a perfectly polite gentleman. He's like, "Oh, hello, how's it going?" And he, he's not yeah, phased he's fine, by yeah. anything that happens no. through the night. Like he's unflinching and questioning and anything that happens. Yeah. And he witnesses some pretty weird stuff for not having any context for what's I know, happening. Right? <laughs> So during this, Christian performs an incantation that breaks the holding spell on Sarah and weakens Rose's talents. So talents. this is when he's like, Your you gotta rose. be ordinary. You just wait, I'll make you extraordinary. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so in the middle of this possession where Martin is like possessed by his wife, Bonnie, which by oh. the way is hilarious because so... as soon as he's possessed, a cigarette pops out of his mouth. <laughs> it's just, that's Bonnie apparently he has a cigarette. And when and he just switches lit. back to himself, it, starts... it gets sucked back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Bleh. Yeah, and I just immediately like, starts like, what do you want with my man? And it's a fucking yeah, like, like, do you want with my man? This is my so house. Like, the way she talks, it's just so funny. Because you don't, like, you just picture that she must have been, like, this 80-year-old chain-smoking, like, monster. Yes. Like, what do you want with my man? This is my house. Like, she talks <laughs> like a pirate. She smokes constantly. <laughs> and she beats the shit so out of So funny. <laughs> but because, um... 
Rose's talents were weakened during this uh, portion of the Yeah, she can't, she can't exercise she, Bonnie. She can't exercise Bonnie, but they did end up getting a bit of the ectoplasm, so they do have five different ectoplasms okay, now. Yeah. But they can't get rid of Bonnie now, because basically now... Bonnie's not fully gone, so Martin is, like, half-possessed by Bonnie. It, it, so this he kind of like, switches he, back and forth. Yeah, it's so funny how he pops back and forth constantly. Like, yeah, just at random so moments, good. he'll have to be one or the other. It's, it's so funny. Yeah. So they go to try to apply the ectoplasm to Sarah, but they realize she is being drawn to the site of the ritual, and there's also a magpie that pops up, which <clears throat> has been throughout really the movie. We haven't mentioned it, but yeah, this yeah. magpie popped up shortly after Rose's father's death and has just kind of always been around. Ooh. Always oh, trying to shoo it away. So, um, they're driving, they're following, uh, <laughs> they're following Sarah that's just like floating down this dark road. So and it slow. seems like this super <laughs> epic chase because we see like, oh shit, Christian and his girlfriend are there and they're following her too. And it keeps cutting back with these like camera angles super fast and then you see like a wide shot of everyone and they're going maybe like five kilometers an hour down this road because it's just like a slowly floating body. Like they could get out of the car and, and just walk up to the car yeah. and just take, beat them up and <laughs> get them exactly. out if they wanted to. <laughs> like It's so great. It's so uh, yeah, exactly. So on the way, um, Martin gets out trying to stop Christian's car, but he ends up like losing a finger because his oh, hand gets right. shut in the door or in the the window. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then everyone arrives at Christian's castle, um, and <laughs> Christian's Christian's wife like gets. Chinese food or something? Or... Yeah, she's ordering it. <laughs> I think she's ordering it on the way home, where she's like, I want the Chinese food to arrive before we get there. <laughs> it's yeah, like all of just... her main concern is her Chinese takeout. <laughs> and Christian gets so annoyed at this point that he ends up slitting her throat, I believe. Where's my fucking um, Chinese? That's her she she's like, Yeah, because so... she's like interrupting his incantation, so yeah. he just Splits her throat, and that's that. <gasps> she's, and dead. she's preparing to sacrifice Sarah, and then Rose, Martin, and Sailor, and Brian <laughs> show Brian. up. But they show up Brian. too late. Uh, Christian has already opened up a huge pit in his floor that sucks Sarah into it. Portal and to hell. Christian also fatally wounds the magpie. Oh, yeah, he like stabs uh, it with the knife or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Um, like but quickly, or soon after, around. the pit expels Sarah, fully alive, and the demon like from poop. the pit, yeah, the demon from the pit rises up and berates Christian for not bringing him a virgin. Well, they do a clever job, Sarah was. too, how they, like, it's just, like, the, the bed sheet, and then it literally becomes a haunted ghost, boo, bed yeah. sheet ghost, and it's hilarious, but, it, like, it's, like, CG, so it has, like, hands and... Like a yeah. evil looking face, but it's just a bedsheet ghost. It's yeah. hilarious that that's the the big evil of the them. movie is a literal yeah. boo ghost. <laughs> it's a boo ghost. <laughs> so the demon. This is when it gets freaking weird. So oh wow, yeah, the the, the <laughs> climax. No pun intended. Is oh, quite amazing. So 
the demon decides to take Rose, an actual virgin, which is a hilarious conversation because she's like, but what about Trevor? Didn't didn't he count? And it's like, no, it's just the tip. It's like, oh. The, the demon says it to her. It's like, it doesn't count yes. if it's just the tip. Like, Oh, damn it. <laughs> so, and, it, it, and this is also Martin discovers that his daughter isn't a virgin through this yes, exchange too. Exactly. He's like, what? When did it happen, Sarah? <laughs> He's like so shocked. Sarah? Even though there's like oh Satan God. there and like a portal yeah, to hell. Yeah, He's only so concerned that his daughter had sex. <laughs> it happened <Yeah>. last summer. <laughs> He's like, damn it. <laughs> like he knows exactly right. who it is. So the demon takes Rose, but as she's dragged towards the pit, she, convin- <laughs> she convinces Martin to have sex with her on the floor to keep her from becoming a virgin just in time. And as they but... do, S- Sailor goes into labor, and Brian helps her deliver the baby, and Sarah knocks Christian into the pit, which closes as Rose and Martin climax. But it's it's actually a threesome because Bonnie p- yes. possesses oh, Martin right. while they're having sex as well. So yes. he, he's like having sex with her on top of her. And then all of like a cigarette pops out of her mouth. And then when the portal to hell closes, the boo ghost disappears and the bed sheet floats down over top of them, lands covering them like they're in a bed. And they're both just smoking a cigarette. So good. Again. Oh, it's like... so good. <laughs> so amazing. Such a wonderful <laughs> moment. Like threesome with a ghost. There you go. That's how you end your so movie, funny. damn it. <laughs> the birthing and sex. Oh my god. And Bonnie tells Rose to look after both Martin and Martin's balls. <laughs> yeah, and his balls. Look after Martin. Look after, she decides look after to pass Martin. On. Look after Martin's balls too, William. And he yeah. pa- she passes on. That's um, so great. Just like the end of Ghost, Patrick Swayze, and Demi Moore. Yes, right. Oh, and then balls. Martin allows himself to become a vessel for the dying magpie, which is revealed to be possessed by Rose's and Sailor's father. Yes. He forgives Rose for the accident and welcomes Sailor's child. But also, his voice is the radio voice you've been yes. hearing the whole time. It's not his voice. It's the crackly TV voice. Like, hello, oh daughter. God. And it's like you never hear it. I'm like, why is it a TV? <laughs> why does it sound like a recording of his voice? Like, wouldn't it just be oh his voice? God. It makes no sense, but it's hilarious because of it. <laughs> so funny. So, yeah. Uh, the the father welcomes his new grandchild into the world, and then he passes on, and um, yeah, that's it's a wonderful I mean, happy we, ending. It's a beautiful movie. I mean, there is one more scene at the end where you see that um, Rose and Martin now have like a ghost business, a ghost yeah. possession business now slash yeah, like started uh, it back up. <laughs> driving teacher business. It's yeah, it's cute. And um, Martin proposes at the end, and, <laughs> and and Rose says no, but like in a very like nervous, cheesy way, or a <laughs> cheerful way. Yeah. So you don't know. I've, that's how it ends. I was like, oh no, did she say no? But then you're like, oh no, I think she's just nervous. It's like, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you probably believe it. They, <laughs> you can believe whatever you want, but we believe, believe that want. they get married. They got married, okay? <laughs> They lived happily ever after. 
There's still there's and he whittled the wedding ring. It's a wooden wedding oh, ring. Oh god, too. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So like it does come back in the whittling. Like so it's just, like it's so funny. Yeah, this like plays for the entire movie. Oh, what Hilarious. a delightful movie. It is. If you're just looking for a good time, good feel-good movie where you want to laugh and just also feel warm inside, just go watch that. It's, it's a delight. Just go watch it. It's so yeah. nice. Especially if you just watched Evil Dead 2013. <laughs> it's watch a good this. contrast movie. Yeah, watch something really intense and gory and then watch Extraordinary, which is anything <sighs> but ordinary. I would say it's Extraordinary. I would agree. It's an extraordinarily delightful movie, which I would recommend to anybody. You go, Irish Film Board. You did it. You nailed it. You did it. I hope I more hope people you... know about this movie, because anyone I talk to never knows about this movie. Yeah, more people should know about this movie and watch it. It is. So, it's great. Great if anybody watches movie. it because of us, let us know in the comments. You can show your kids this delighted. movie if you are listening and actually have children. So your kids could totally watch this as a little yeah. slightly spooky, but fun family movie. Yeah. I'd say good. it's good for like maybe 13. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> some crude right language and you know the gore and I mean, stuff, there's a but... lot of talk about virgins and sex. <laughs> that is true. There is some sex at the end of the movie. But maybe I was just more sheltered as a child, so. <laughs> well, you my know, mom showed me good. aliens when I was seven, so. Oh <laughs> Terminator and Predator, so. I was, I would have been perfectly okay with You would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll end the, the podcast here, and I really do genuinely hope people watch this, because it's a delight, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, podcast's over. I don't want to be here anymore.